0: Welcome back to On Point. My name is David Peck. Yes, thank you for listening as we get into our second hour here tonight and the headline reads, or at least the headline I'm reading, reads the Bank of Canada hikes key interest rate to 3.25% and says it's not done yet. We have uh, an expert here with us uh, tonight to chat about, um, I'm assuming some of the implications. That's certainly what I'm going to be looking for. Philip Cross is here. He's a senior fellow at the McDonnell Laurier Institute and Fraser Institute, 36 years at Stats Canada, specializing in macroeconomics. Philip, thanks for joining us here tonight on the show.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me, David.
0: Philip, wow. You know, as I read that, I smile. And 36 years specializing in macroeconomics. Can you boil that down for me?
1: Uh, well, I must say it's, it was never been dull. and it's, <laughs> yeah, I it's, bet. Uh, in the 12 years since I've left uh, Stack, and if anything, it's become more interesting. I mean, you know, what we've been through uh, uh, as in the, uh, in the economy in the last couple of years is just mind-boggling
0: it 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 really is and uh so so what 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 is your sense i mean I, I read the read the headline i don't know if you were listening to the news report just before but we we heard the phrase boom and bust capitalism um you know people are are kind of it seems from what i'm reading at least i'm not in the market for purchasing or selling a house but this this wait and see approach would love to talk about some of the implications and some of the things you're seeing as we as we hear about the, you know this this in, in, interest rate increase
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't call it boom-and-bust capitalism. I'd call it (laughs) boom-and-bust policymaking. Uh, Mm. Obviously, during the pandemic, we injected unprecedented amounts of both fiscal and monetary stimulus into the economy. And in retrospect, it was too much. And clearly, you know, the economy is overheating. Inflation took off. And the Bank of Canada, and it's their job to fight inflation, not anybody else's uh they're they're fighting inflation with the tools that they have and uh, the primary one is raising interest rates to slow down the runaway train that is the this economy and uh, start on winding in those inflationary pressures before they become embedded in the economy
0: oh you know so the headline comes out the interest rate goes up the 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 author of that piece says we're you know that's not there's well maybe there's an end in sight but there's more to come what w- you know, I'm I'm not the macroeconomist econ- here, Philip. What is it what does it actually mean for me?
1: What it means is that those easy income gains that a lot of Canadians reap during the the pandemic are going to be reversed. Um, you know, already we've seen, uh, you know, because of price inflation, we've seen a sharp drop in in the standard of living of the average Canadian. Mm. Uh what the bank wants to do is to make sure that you know, yes, it's the bank made mistakes, and uh you know if in retrospect, if the bank could go back and do it all over again, they would have handled things differently. But here we are, inflation's running at eight percent, and they don't want to you know they don't want workers going out and demanding eight percent wage increases because that's just going to uh, perpetuate price increases in the next year, so it's going to be difficult. you know, the average Canadian is going to pay a price for the bank's mistakes. Uh, but the real mistakes were from our, all our leaders who who didn 't explain to people during the pandemic that this increase this sh- sharp increase in savings and incomes that we uh, mo- many Canadians had during the pandemic was illusory and couldn't uh, mm. be sustained and instead you know our leaders were silent they didn 't tell us that uh, you know this is uh, this cannot be sustained that the economy is uh, is running too hot and when that happens inflation rises and that eats away at the standard of living of the average person.
0: You know as a as a macro econ, ec, economist are you all about and this is a huge assumption on my part I think with this question but is it is it all about top down is it about policy I mean where where you know we were, you're were talking about average Canadians and I'm really interested in that and and uh, I, what I guess I'm trying to get to, Philip, is are policymakers listening to average Canadians? And I have a great West Wing episode, by the way, I may invoke a little later on. But are are they listening?
1: Um, probably too much, actually, uh, because the average Canadian out there is saying, hey, my standard of living is falling. I can't pay for the food and energy mm. price increases that are going on. And so what the politicians are saying is, OK, we'll may we, we'll send you more money. We'll artificially uh, suppress the price of gasoline. Uh, We'll throw money at you. And uh, unfortunately, that just makes the problem worse. Because the problem is that demand has exceeded supply. That these increases in incomes, in take-home incomes that we had during the pandemic, exceeded the the ability of our economy to meet meet it with supply. When demand exceeds supply, any economist would tell you that's going to create inflation. Uh, and so, as long as we continue to try to protect demand and keep it high, we're basically telling the Bank of Canada, you're going to have to increase interest rates even more. So, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's something that's going to be really difficult for the average person to understand. But, uh, you know, the, the Bank of Canada has a very clear mandate, and that mandate is control inflation, and that's what they're doing
0: would you would you can i mean do you do you make any kind of prophetic speculation about where we're heading uh you know uh, it on on a certain level i guess you could say mathematically it's still a fairly low number i think back my, when my when my mom and dad bought bought their home back in the i'm gonna say back in the 50s um would, would it have been around five or six percent uh, back then i mean I'm, I'm always interested in that you know when we, well it's all relative david Well, sometimes it's relative, but I'm I'm wondering, is that that a a saying in uh, uh, economics, Philip?
1: No, I don't think there's a a magic level. I think there just is a point. You know, the Bank of Canada isn't interested in pushing interest rates to a uh, They don't know what level that's going to realign supply and demand in this economy. And part of the, the reason it's unknown is, you know, there's some icebergs out there that we don't know about. Mm. Uh, You know, it's quite probable that somewhere in financial markets, some people have have believed that interest rates would stay low for a very long time and they're going to get burned and some, you know, large investments out there are going to blow up. And when that happens, that's going to put, you know, additional downward pressure on the economy. So, you know, you don't know where that's going to happen. The Bank of Canada doesn't know about... Uh, the These effects in financial markets um you know we don't know how much you know we're we're clearly seeing housing prices are starting to come down right uh you know how much of that run up in housing prices over the last couple of years has been a bubble um, nobody really knows what where housing prices are going to uh, settle down to but uh uh so you know it's macroeconomics you know you you referred to my thirty six years studying it. What I'm I'm impressed most by, but that is how little we know. Uh, you know Macroeconomics didn't exist in in the Great Depression and in, in World War II. It's a very new science. It's sort of like climate change science. It's something so new that you know we're still trying to figure it out. And so, if you ask economists for really precise estimates of how far our interest rates going to go, the only honest answer is we don't know it'll go as far as it's needed.
0: Yeah. Are you hmm, are you about, all about balance as an economist? Or is that, you know, you've got your academic theories, you've got your articles that you write and maybe things that you teach, but then there's the way that you actually, you know, tease it out on a day-to-day? Do, do, they, do they meet somewhere in the middle?
1: Well, that's it. I think I don't really trust the, the models. I think, you know, uh, we're still learning a lot about the economy. And especially, we've never managed an economy during a pandemic before.
0: Mm, right.
1: Uh, we're still, you know, this is all uncharted territory. Sure. So, uh, yeah, we have to just watch what's happening on the ground. You can throw the models at the window at this point. I think clearly what the Bank of Canada is going to be focused on is, and Tiff Mcleman clearly stated this over the summer. He he told employers, you cannot grant wage increases uh, that are uh, start to meet the, the inflation rates because then inflation becomes embedded. Uh, if employers do that, then they're going to have to raise prices more and we're just going to get into a vicious wage price spiral. The Bank of Canada really wants to avoid that. Uh, but the only way you're going to know that, uh, how it happens, is by watching how wages play out over the next few months. So, um, no, you, 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 this really has to be watching th- events as they happen. This isn't a theoretical exercise. Uh, I think mm. everybody understands this is affecting you know ordinary people's Absolutely. lives. Uh, yeah. It's a game. It's not a model. Uh, this is reality.
0: And, and I I think I recently read that uh, you've already mentioned that housing prices are going to go down. I've heard potentially, uh, I mean, we've been hearing about it for years, I suppose, but a significant decrease potentially in 2023. I think I read just recently as well, uh, Canadian debt, and I would imagine global debt is, you know, individual debt, I suppose, is, is increasing. Um... What what is as a macroeconomist, uh, economist? What's what's the advice, or is there any advice? Are there are, are there some takeaways, Philip? You know, we've got a couple more minutes. I just just interested to know.
1: I think the main advice. I mean, you know, I have family members that ask me these things, and
0: yeah, I would imagine
1: I uh, I basically say the same thing. We don't know, and in a situation where you don't know when there's a lot of uncertainty, keep your powder dry, right. keep head levels low. Keep your uh, keep your investments liquid. Don't lock yourself into into anything that's going to be difficult to manage in the future. Uh, you know, lock yourself into uh, as low as interest rate as possible. Um, you know, pay down debt when possible. Uh, keep your savings rate up. Um, you know, yeah, this wouldn't be a good time to change jobs. I don't think. So uh, you know, hunker down and and play it safe.
0: Re-, re Reread a copy of the Wealthy Barber. Is that is that good advice?
1: <laughs> yes, I'm. Uh, I I I've met him, and he's he's. Uh, there's a great deal of common sense, and uh, you know, I think that's you know for people in managing their everyday lives, uh, it's the common sense investors like the Wealthy Barber and the Warren Buffets of this world. You know, they're the ones that have survived these cycles in the past, and and they've done it by not taking wild chances and. Mm landish bets and guesses uh those are the people who get into trouble uh play it safe
0: uh you know hope oh. play play it play it safe was the last thing I heard Philip and I think that's, that's brilliant I'm not sure if we lost you or if we lost that connection and if we did I think that's a beautiful way for us to to end this segment and Philip if you're still listening thank you so much for, for joining us on the show tonight we've been chatting with Philip Cross I think we had some some really good insight about this interest rate hike we talked about mortgages and about debt and about again the advice I heard the big takeaway for me tonight is play it safe uh, Philip Cross senior fellow at the McDonald Laurie Institute and Fraser Institute, 36 years at Stats Canada, and he's specialized in macroeconomics. Thanks, Philip, for joining us tonight here on the show. You're listening to On Point, and my name's David Peck.